0: Hi, everyone. I know it's been a long time since I did a podcast, but I'm going to try and get back into it. I want to talk to you today about threesomes. Threesomes are a lot of fun, and sometimes they're not. There's a lot of thought that should go into a threesome. Sometimes if you jump into it without much thought, you don't know who you're in it with. It's unplanned. There's no discussion beforehand. It can get really awkward. But sometimes, you know, it's just a good time all around and it works. Personally, for me, I find that a threesome needs to involve at least one person that I really trust. There's got to be one person there that has my back. Whether it's a male-female male threesome or a male-female female female threesome, I think that knowing what you're getting into ahead of time can make a big difference. It can make you more comfortable if you have discussions about boundaries, what's okay, what's not okay, what can happen, what you're comfortable with, and so on. It's a lot easier to make it good for everybody. Sometimes you might be tempted to pour on the liquor before a threesome. If you're a little bit nervous, liquor just kind of smooths out out the edges, right? I know, we've all been there. Um, And a little liquor is fine. Have a glass of wine, have a drink, have a beer, maybe two, but don't go crazy. Um, Same thing for drugs. Mm. I'm not a big fan of using drugs for when I'm trying something new the first time. Um, I, I think that things like edibles or getting high uh, or maybe even mushrooms or whatever it is your fancy with sex can be great. But if you are trying something new, like a threesome, maybe this isn't the best time. That's just my personal opinion. But usually when I am planning a threesome, and I'd say that generally they are planned for me personally, um, I I try to lay off the alcohol. I will have one drink, maybe two, just enough to feel good, and then lay off and then get into the fun. So, um, like I said, another factor is, is having someone you trust there. Um... I would never get into a threesome with, uh, say, a couple I met at the bar. For me, personally, that's just a way to make things awkward and I don't feel safe. So, if you are the third person in a threesome, can that work? Mm, Sure, why not? But, you know, why not take a little bit of time to talk about it with them to ask them questions to let them ask you questions personally I I feel uncomfortable getting into a threesome with another couple if I know that they think it's going to fix their relationship I have no desire to be the fixer Um, I have gotten into threesomes with people who were not part of a couple or were part of a couple but had done it before and it wasn't something new to them there's a lot of things that come into play with it Uh, the only thing that I think is a constant and should always be followed is know what you're getting into so if you're wasted probably not the best time to do a threesome but hey that's just me If you like drunk threesomes and it makes you happy, then go for it. As long as everybody's consenting, right? Anyways, um, I'm going to talk a little bit more about threesomes when this podcast is over. But meanwhile, I'm going to go into a story because I know you all love stories. So grab yourself a glass of wine or a cup of tea or some coffee Or whatever rocks your boat, grab your partner or your favorite toy and sit back and have a listen. In the Park After Dark Last Saturday's bus ride home proved to be more interesting than the actual bar scene. Normally, I'd take a cab home from the bar but on Saturday I left early. I was either too sober or the men in the bars were just getting boring. I left just after 1am and a bus that went right by my place just happened to be going by, so I hopped on. I figured that since the night was such a waste of time I could at least save some money. When I got on the bus, the female driver took one look at my short skirt and cleavage revealing top and rolled her eyes. I wasn't bothered by her, though. She was likely stuck in a boring marriage to some old fart that couldn't get it up for their monthly fuck without his little blue pills. A couple blocks later, two young guys got on. They were obviously sober. I guessed that they must have been students from the big backpacks that they carried over their shoulders. They said hi, and I said hi back. They were moderately geeky maybe computer or math students but in a young Jeff Goldblum way that I've always found kind of hot. They were maybe five or six years younger than me and pretty quiet so I decided to have some fun with them. I got them talking, crossed and uncrossed my legs a lot and dropped my purse on the floor so I'd have to bend over to pick it up. I made sure they got a good view of my cleavage and moved very slowly. Sitting up again, I crossed my arms under my breasts to accentuate their view. The bus driver stopped at a stop where no one was waiting to get on. She turned to us and said, This is it, guys. I go back to the terminal from here. I lived only about a five-block walk from there, so I wasn't too worried, but the guys looked pretty concerned. As we got off the bus, I could hear them asking each other if they had enough money for cab fare. It seemed that they didn't. It also seemed like I could have some fun after all tonight, if I chose to. Guys, I live nearby. Why don't you come back to my place and you can call a cab? I never carry cash when I go out, but I'm sure I have some cash around the house somewhere. If I don't, I'm sure my roommate does. Oh, would you mind? That would be great. We'll pay you back right away. We walked for a few blocks, and then I led them into the park, saying, Come on, shortcut. My place is just on the other side of the park. When we came to the swings, I sat on one. Don't you just love the park after dark? They make me want to play, and there's no one around to tell me what I can or can't do. They watched as I began to swing. As I pumped my legs, my skirt rose up, revealing my thighs. I could almost see them salivating. After a few minutes, I slowed down to a stop. I kicked off my shoes. Anyone up for a game of tag? I'll even be it. What do we get if we catch you? Well, I guess you'll have to catch me first and find out. I began to run through the grass, and they were soon behind me. Now, these days, I wasn't much of an athlete, but in high school, I'd been on the track team. I'd won a few medals, and I still had some pretty good speed. They didn't catch me easily. I made them work for it. I ducked under the monkey bars and through gaps on the climbing structure. My plan was to go up one side of the structure and down the slide at the other end. Getting on the climbing structure was my mistake. The guys figured out what I was doing. Scott was right behind me and Mark ran up the slide. Before I knew it, they cornered me on the bridge with Mark at one end and Scott behind me to prevent my escape. Now what are you going to do with me? I asked. I knew what I wanted them to do with me, but I wanted them to think it was their idea, and they did seem to have the right idea. Scott came up behind me and placed his hands on my hips. He pulled me in close to him so I could feel his excitement hard against my ass. Mark came up in the front and snuck his, lee- his knee between my thighs. Mark's lips were soon on mine as Scott's hand moved over the curves of my hips and butt. I didn't take, it didn't take long for Mark's hand to migrate toward my breasts. My nipples were already hard but when he pulled my top up to expose them to the park lights, the cool air caused them to stiffen even more. Mark's hands eagerly squeezed both my breasts in his hands, pulling and pinching my nipples between his fingers. Scott's hands slipped under my skirt. At first, he was just rubbing me through my panties, which were already wet with my excitement. I spread my legs a little to encourage him. All I could think about was getting something inside my pussy, and his fingers would do just the trick for now. Finally, Scott slipped my panties aside and slid one long digit inside me. When Mark began sucking at one of my nipples, I couldn't hold back my size. Scott slid another finger inside me, and I began to ride them, nice and slow. My muscles clenched around his fingers, and I ground my clit against Mark's thigh until I came, my body shuddering against them. I knew that was only going to be my appetizer and I wanted to get on with the main course. I pulled Mark in for a kiss and then turned to Scott and kissed him too. "'Let me see your cocks,' I demanded. They looked at each other, perhaps dubious about exposing themselves in front of each other or maybe about being exposed in a public park. "'Come on, you guys,' How can I have a little fun sucking your cocks if you won't take off your pants? That was all the convincing it took. Mark and Scott hopped off the structure and found a bench to sit on. Their pants were around their ankles and their cocks were held firmly in their hands before I even got down there. Kneeling before them, I took one cock in each hand and began to stroke them firmly and slowly. Have either of you ever shared a woman before? I asked. They shook their heads, but kept their eyes on my hands. Well, this is your chance. It may not come again, so go with it. It's an experience you'll never forget. There's very little I don't like, and if you happen to stumble across one of those things, I'll let you know. This is your opportunity to have an experience you'll never have with one of your little college girlfriends. As I continued to stroke Mark, I lowered my head to run circles around the head of Scott's thick tool. The head was so thick it had a mushroom-like effect. It twitched beneath my tongue as I ran it, or beneath the rim, then over the top. I teased his little slit and his head arched back as he moaned. Around the rim, my tongue went again, then back to his slit. I resumed stroking Scott so I could give Mark the same treatment. Mark grew bold enough to start moving his hips, encouraging me to take more of his shaft into the heat of my mouth. While he wasn't as thick as Scott, his length was impressive. With most of my hands still around his member, I took what remained into my mouth. I felt Scott move from his spot beside me as he got up. I swayed my hips enticingly to let him know that I was ready. At first, his hands just slid over my butt, caressing me, but he'd already felt me come on his fingers, and I'm sure he was thinking about getting his cock inside me now. He seemed kind of hesitant, so I turned to him and said, Scott, please, you know what I want your dick inside my pussy. You're not going to disappoint me, are you? Disappointment was the furthest thing from my mind when I felt that thick head push its way into my pussy. As I slid my mouth back over Mark's member, Scott pushed further into me, stretching my walls with all of his thickness. I opened myself to him as much as possible, and soon he was sliding in and out as he held my hips. His hand squeezed my soft flesh each time he drove himself deep within me. As Scott increased his pace and I kept up a slow and steady pace on Mark's throbbing vessel, Mark's hand began to slide beneath me and began to play with my tits. With eagerness of a young man, he pulled and pinched roughly at my nipples, which only served to excite me more. It didn't take long for Scott to reach his top speed, and he was soon pulling my ass towards him and letting loose his load. Now, was Scott satisfied for the moment, I was eager to reach my own satisfaction. Mark moved to get up, but I said, no, stay, let me. I turned away from Mark and backed up until I was straddling his legs with that long rod standing straight up between them. This position would give me all the control I needed to make this orgasm a good one. I reached between my legs to grasp his cock in my hand. But instead of sliding over him right away, I teased him a little, sliding the knob up and down through my wet folds. I rubbed my clit up the full length of his shaft and then back down. Finally, I let him slide inside me, but just a little. His hands were still on my breasts, squeezing, tugging, pulling, and pinching. Scott was watching, fascinated, as more and more of Mark's cock disappeared into my deepness. I let the entire length of his member disappear inside me, and my fingers slid over my engorged clit. Scott's eyes widened as he watched his own private porn show. I pulled up just a little so that the head of his cock was barely inside me, and slid down again. I beckoned for Scott to come closer. He looked kind of wary, so I reached for his hand and popped his thumb into my mouth. I got it good and wet, and then directed him to my clit. He got the idea pretty quickly after that, and was soon rubbing his thumb in little circles. That was just what I needed. As I rode Mark's cock, feverishly now and thinking only of myself, Mark's hands continued to work over my breasts. Scott was watching my face intensely as he manipulated my clit, seeing the excitement they were causing. Oh, yes, I moaned. I'm going to come, Mark. I'm going to come all over your cock. I clenched my muscles and felt Mark's cock begin to twitch inside me. With my body impaled on Mark's pole, I began to shudder in my release. My moans echoed in the darkness, and my body shook. Using my breasts as leverage, Mark thrust deeply a few more times and came hard. When I removed myself from Mark's lap, I realized that Scott was hard again. I kissed him and grasped his cock in my hand. You'll have to give me just a little rest, hun, and then I promise we'll have some more fun. Let's go to my place and we'll see about that cab fare. I was hoping my roommate, Marie, might be around to give me a hand with these two. What is it they say? Two pussies are better than one? Or something like that. I hope you enjoyed the story. It was one of my favorites to write. I wrote this story quite some time ago and got very lost in the fantasy. I have to admit, I have a little bit of a thing about fantasies involving sex with strangers. Now, just because it's a fantasy doesn't mean you need to make it real. You can have all the fantasies you want, but it's just a fantasy. However, that being said, if you want to make it real, be safe. I wouldn't advise going out and fucking two strangers in the park that you've never met. However, who am I to tell you that that's not the right thing for you to do? If you do, though, please use condoms. Anyways, threesomes are pretty fucking awesome. Um, I've had a few of them, and definitely they are something that I will do again. Like I said, for me, with strangers... That's probably not going to be a reality. Um, But yeah, definitely, if you're into threesomes, you know, talk to somebody who's had them before. Uh, I have an article on Medium about your first male, female, male threesome that I think you should definitely check out if you're considering having one. Um, I'll leave a link to it in the description. Um, If you want to read this story and be able to you know, kind of look back at it from time to time. It's also on Medium, and I'll leave you a link to that. If there is a topic that you would like me to discuss or a story that you'd like me to write, um, you know, by all means, feel free to contact me. Um, Inkyblueillusions at shaw.ca is my email, and I definitely respond when people email me. Um, if you would like a personalized custom story written just for you, then you should check out my Kofi page. There is an option there to uh, get a commission, and it's very affordable. I've been writing commission stories for about, I don't know, somewhere between 15 and 20 years, so I can promise that it will be something that you love. Anyways, I think that that is it for today. Um, I hope you've enjoyed the second episode of my podcast. I promise I'll try to get more regular at doing these things because I quite enjoy them. I hope you liked it. If you have any comments, find me on Twitter at Autumn Sieve and I do respond to people who message me. Okay, have a great day, y'all.